Welcome back to What Works Wednesday. I'm your host, Leland Gross, and today we're going to be talking about taxes. Now, it's officially tax season. We we are in it. You're starting to get your forms, your 1099s, your CPAs or tax preparers are sending you their um, information sheets, you know, the questionnaires to help you get them the information they need. And taxes, in my opinion, are one of the biggest areas of mystery, overwhelm, and, and misunderstanding in our society today from a financial perspective. But they're also such a huge topic that there's no way I can cover all things taxes in just one episode. So today, I want to talk about what is a progressive tax system, because there's a couple reasons that that is important, especially when you're self-employed. But most people don't think we're in a progressive tax system, and that can lead to lots of costly mistakes. Or I would say it's not that they don't think we're in one, they just don't know what that even means. I'm currently speaking Greek to, to someone. So what is a progressive tax system? It means two different things. First, it means we are supposed to and legally required to pay our taxes ongoing throughout the year to the government, not just one time in April every year. The other is that we have our taxes in buckets or brackets. And so there's two types of tax rates we pay. There's your marginal and there's your effective because you progress through the tax brackets. And so you're not just always paying one set amount of tax percentage on all of your income. So let's break that down. So a progressive tax system, ongoing taxes. Most people don't realize this because it's happening in the background with our employers and our payroll systems. But our government, our the IRS requires all people to pay them their tax dues every three months. So every three months, you're supposed to calculate what did I make, how much do I owe in taxes, and send that off to the IRS. And then only once a year, every April, there's a window where we can kind of ante up on that and say, you know, did I overpay you? Or, hey, I paid you based on my income, but I had this other thing happen. Um, So I either owe you more or I owe you less. And we kind of just even out every single year, which is when we either owe more or get a refund because we've filed our tax returns. But your tax returns each year is not the one time you pay taxes. You're supposed to pay every quarter ongoing. The reason why we don't know this is because it's happening in the background for most W-2, pretty much all W-2 employees. Because when we get paid, money's taken out of our taxes. And then our employer's job is to send that off with the reports and report it to the government to say, hey, this month, this is what we paid all of our employees. This is all the taxes they paid. Here's our portion, the, the employer side of FICA, the payroll tax, and just send that all off. So when you're W-2, you don't really have to worry about it. You just do kind of the ante up tax return in April in the beginning part of every year. The reason this is important is because when you're self-employed, you are your own employer. So it's your job to pay quarterly taxes or quarterly estimated taxes. Because again, we don't know till April exactly how much you're going to owe because you could make a late last minute charitable contribution or a retirement contribution, or, you know, there's lots of things that can happen that'll change what you actually owe the government. 
but you're supposed to pay each quarter based on the income you're making what you believe to be your payments. Well, most entrepreneurs, most small entrepreneurs, small businesses, solopreneurs may not know that. And so what I find constantly when I first sit down with new clients that I'm working with is they just do it in April. At the end of the year, they do all their bookkeeping. They take it to their CPA and the CPA says, great, this is how much you owe. Ideally, they've been setting aside some money for it or they come up with the money to pay it. And it stinks because it's a big payment and it's kind of like, I hope I have enough for it. You can get by doing that. Like the government's not going to say like, well, you didn't pay us quarterly. But what they do is they say, hey, you didn't pay us quarterly. So now you have like late penalties on that. So late fees and interest on the money that you didn't pay. So when you miss your quarterly estimated payments, you now have added fees and interest that you have to pay the IRS on that which most people don't know because they just get the tax bill saying this is what you owe, not realizing that number would have been lower had they just been making their estimated payments each quarter. So how do you do that, though, if you're like, I'm an entrepreneur and I don't know how to pay my taxes quarterly or how much I should pay? That's where tax planning comes in. That's where tax advice comes in. I I will always make sure that you no, you should work with a tax professional like a CPA or an enrolled agent or a tax attorney to make sure that you are paying the right amount based on your situation. But essentially, any of those tax professionals can look and say, here's your income, here's your expenses on average for the year, what we expect. Here's what you paid last year and how that's going to change. And they can come up with what is a safe estimated payment that you should make every quarter that will get you close enough to where you won't pay penalties. Because the other thing you can do is if you underpay too much, you'll also get hit with penalties, underpayment penalties. So there's a couple safe harbors, meaning a couple amounts that you can just safely pay. And if you do that, you will avoid the um, penalties, even if you're off. One of those is paying 110% of the taxes you paid this year. So if in 2022, you paid $10,000 in taxes. In 2023, you can, or sorry, in 2023, you did $10,000 in taxes. In 2024, you can estimate out $11,000, which is 110%. If you do that, you're going to be fine. Another option is as long as you pay within 90%, no less than 90% of what you actually owe. So let's say you end up owing $10,000 but you only did 8,500 in estimated payments. Well, you're going to get an underpayment penalty because you didn't hit the 90% place. But if you did 9,000 or 9,100, 92, anywhere between that and 10,000, you'll be fine. So 110% of last year's is just a safe bucket or just making sure you pay at least 90% of what you actually end up owing. Those are safe harbors for you if you are trying to figure out how to do this on your own which again, I just recommend working with a tax professional who can tell you that. But that's a progressive tax system. Paying quarterly so the government gets their revenue throughout the year, eating up in April and making sure that you're getting at least enough payments throughout the year or else you're going to pay underpayment penalties to the IRS. 
Another way that you can hear the word progressive tax system played out is because of tax brackets. Now, most people are not unfamiliar with tax brackets. You're, you're single, you're married, filing separate, you're head of household, you're married, marrying, filing joint, your tax status. That will educate what percentage of income or what percentage of taxes you pay on your income. And you'll hear people say, well, I'm in the 22% tax bracket. I'm in the 24% tax bracket. That is what's called your marginal tax bracket. So it's important to understand that there's marginal taxes and then there's effective taxes. So if I tell you I'm in the 22% tax bracket, that doesn't mean that on $100,000 of income, I'm going to pay $22,000, which is 22%. No, it just means the highest amount I will pay on any of my income is 22%. See, how it works is the first X amount of money, we'll say $10,000 of income, is at the 10% bracket. So you only pay 10%. Then once you hit you know, the next bracket, every dollar above that is at the 12% tax bracket until you fill up the 12% tax bracket bucket. Once you hit that threshold, then every dollar beyond that is at the 22% bracket. So it's like you're filling up a cup. Once that cup overflows, it flows into the next cup, which is a higher bracket. And then the next cup and the next cup. So your marginal is how many cups did you get to? Like what's the biggest one you, you started filling up? And that is, you know, your marginal, the furthest out tax bracket, the highest tax bracket you will hit. Your effective is, well, what actually did you pay in taxes? You know, because it's not these round numbers, but for round numbers, we'll say, you know, the first 10,000 is 10%. Okay, so I paid $1,000 on that. The next 20,000 is at 12%. So that's, you know, 20 to 2,400. So now I've paid $3,400 in taxes on, you know, $30,000. Well, that's just over 10%. That's not, you didn't pay 12% on all of it. So you build that up and you actually calculate with everything, how much did I actually pay in tax dollars to the IRS? What did I actually make? What was my income? And then that's your effective tax. So effective tax isn't going to be one of those brackets. It could be your effective tax was 15% because some you paid at 10, some you paid at 24, you know? And so that's going to be different per person. But it's important to know when you're self-employed what your effective tax rate is most likely going to be because that's going to help us educate how much your estimated payments should be. And so most people think I pay a flat percentage based on how much income I make. My, I pay my marginal rate on everything and I just pay it in April. But if you do that, you're going to end up owing the government money or overpaying them and it's not going to be a clean tax experience for you. In reality, we're in a progressive tax system. So we need to figure out what is your effective tax rate? What's, what's the estimate of what you'll pay this year? And then start paying that quarterly, break it out into four chunks so that we can pay the government the right amount and avoid overpaying them or getting hit with underpayment penalties where we end up overpaying them. Because if you've, if you've heard me long enough, you know I always say, Make sure to tip your server, but do not tip the IRS.
you have to pay them. You, Uncle Sam is owed his money and we need to pay our taxes. We don't need to leave a tip. And underpayment penalties are tipping the government because you just didn't pay quarterly because you didn't know or you didn't take the time to do it. So with that, we're in a progressive tax system. Work with a tax professional if you need to. Reach out if you need help. Um, And with that, I'll say go forth, build the life you want, and prosper.